0: This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM.
1: You're listening to Women at Work
2: on Business Radio.
3: Welcome back to this special episode of Women at Work. I'm Laura Zarrow, Executive Director of Wharton People Analytics, and I am thrilled to bring you the second installment in our series, Reframe, Voices of Change. As we mentioned in the first half, we are celebrating the bravery, creativity, and tenacity of the game-changing women in the entertainment industry. And there's perhaps no better example of that than our next guest, the Go-Go's, Charlotte Caffey, Belinda Carlisle, Gina Schock, Kathy Valentine, and Jane Wheedlin. The first group of women to land at the top of the billboard charts, playing their own instruments and writing their own songs. They became the most successful women's rock band ever. Still making music? They joined me at the Sundance Film Festival, where they were promoting Alison Elwood's documentary, The Go-Go's, which, by the way, is now streaming on Showtime and Amazon Prime. As we talked, it was easy to see why they are still such radically powerful role models.
1: One of the things that
3: really struck me as I was taking in the documentary and learning about you is that there's, it feels like a drive and a motivation that you've had to make music and be successful through your whole career. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Talk to me about when you first owned that ambition.
1: I feel like we started very, early in our career that mm-hmm. when we got together and we just immediately all fell in love with, with, with what we were doing. Um, well, at the very beginning, Charlotte was the only one that had been in the band. But then, Kath, uh, Charlotte, excuse me, Gina joined, she had been in bands, and Kathy joined, she had been in bands. But at the very beginning, like Belinda and I had never been in a band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We very quickly got ambitious and we wanted to do something, we wanted to
0: be popular. I, yeah, I remember like working at the Hilton Hotel Corporation as a secretary, <laughs> and having to like photocopy this hor- my horrible boss's like orders for toilet paper, at, like the fountain blue in Miami, and thinking I'm it's okay. I'm going to be a rock star one day. And that was just at the very beginning. And I remember at the Canterbury where we lived, which was like this apartment building slash commune slash whatever that you and I walk, running down the stairs, we're going to be rich and famous someday. <laughs> and yet, I mean, we had no idea how to do what we were going to do. We had no idea. And we
1: had no idea the odds against us, which I feel was was partially exactly. in our favor because I never would have even tried had that's, I known that's, that's, how hard it is. That's being that age, you yeah, know? Age. Mean, yeah.
4: And then, like, I, I, I mean, Kathy will talk for up, but, but her and I both came from somewhere else to go to L.A. to make it. So... I mean, I, I, I felt the same way. I thought when I left Baltimore with, in my dad's pickup truck with everything I owned in that pickup truck, I was headed for California. I knew three people in L.A. And I was like, when I everybody, I said, next time you see me, I'm going to be a rock star. And I really believed that. That's the thing.
3: It's like, that in yourselves is so remarkable. And you all had it.
2: Charlotte, did you well, I have it too? Absolutely. I worked at a hospital and I would go to work and... Just, I knew that there's no way I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. There, and I'd get off work and go rehearse with the band. And it was so, my drive was so strong and it just felt so good. That release, like when we would get together and just play and create and whatever happened, you know. And, um, but I was very ambitious and very, uh, I, but what I was going to say is like all of us, what we did, we manifested what yeah. happened because we that's exactly what happened Many because we are focused one at a time when we all came together when Kathy we played the New Year's Eve show at the Whiskey and Kathy played for the first time with us it felt like this is the final piece and we were all mani- we all had that one thing and we did not waver from that focus because not no guy could get in our way or boy you know anything Like, no partner, no romance. Yeah, it was
5: was when, um, from the minute I plugged in an electric guitar, I knew that's how I wanted to make my way through the world. I just knew it, and I was very fixated on finding other women to do it with. And I really wanted to be in an all-female band, and I worked really hard at that, and I came to L.A. because there weren't a lot in Texas, and I came to L.A. for that. And I think it's no small part of our success that everybody, that my drive and ambition was multiplied by four because everyone had yes. that same thing. Yeah. And when you put that many people that are that driven, I mean, if we'd had a startup instead yeah. of a band, whoo,
3: <laughs> well, would have made a lot of money sooner. <laughs> yeah, we
5: No, but that's a really important point. It wasn't
3: just that you had talent. There's this other internal drive that you yeah. each had, A, to not do something prosaic,
0: well, I think that, you know, every, well, if you want to break it down, and send new agey, everything is energy, and you can anybody can do anything they want to do, and that's kind of all of our beliefs, you know, anyway. So I think it was just collectively is that it was the energy to get there, I mean, against our odds, because yeah. really, if you look at, like, what we were up against, oh. we should never have happened,
4: yeah. <laughs> really. It must have been the right time,
1: the yeah, right time and so space odd. for
4: something like us to happen, because nobody wanted us. No record label. Yeah, I, I'd
1: like to also None. point out that as ambitious and driven as we were, we never succumbed to any of the Hollywood cliches of mm-hmm. sleeping with men to get further. Uh-huh. None yeah. of that no stuff. Way. Never used our sexuality to get anywhere. And... um and we, I mean, well, I think we were probably, I remember doing these early radio shows and the guys were just such yeah. creepy sleep and we would just fucking laugh at them And there was power of the five of us together. Five of us know. in
4: one room. People, I mean, the guys were afraid Scarce. of us. And also when you, you know. does, when you do those radio shows, You'd walk in, and they were they were a bunch of really sleazy people, I swear. And they'd have, you know, they'd have Coke, have blow sitting out for you. I mean, no. it, was, it was ridiculous.
2: But also, even when we were playing early shows, we would go, remember like more in the South, and, and you know, we'd and walk, remember dancers. like, oh yeah, you, you they thought that we were go-go girls. We like saw signs. Go-go girls! Yeah, was, so go-go when go we girls. got on stage, and everyone's kind of, like, huh Yeah, what but the hell's going on? The up? greatest part was winning. <laughs> Everyone over, I mean, we would just play, and be that energy would just take over. I'd like to posit, and Gina, I've heard you say this before, that it was the right time and place, but you
3: actually succeeded in what, for every other woman trying to work, was an impossible time and place. It's a testimony to this unique, the chemistry between you, Mm -hmm. the aligned drive, your Mm -hmm. musicality, and how hard you worked. So now you're at a different stage of your career. You've had your ups and downs together where does your drive and ambition live now? You know, you're here all together. This documentary's come
5: out. What form
3: is that energy in you taking now?
5: It's a really good question. Yeah. And um, I think anybody, as they get older, they, they, they start weighing uh, relevance and drive. And does, it, does that external validation matter so much? And you kind of find with, your, with yourself what, what, where you want to put your work and your effort and your energy. And I wouldn't say that it's not being driven or anything anymore. It's just more being comfortable with, with what your ability is. Like you don't need other people to tell you.
1: And Me. we have each other. <laughs> well, Pat, really. Well, just wrote a book. I mean, so it's not like we're sending their beers no, we're slackers. doing a lot
5: of different things. No, that's my point. You are all busy. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really important message to give women is that, you know, we are all over 60 years old and we are still living in new places, new exciting places. We are doing new things. I just made a record. Gina's writing songs that she's never, like, Got to do in the Go Go's, and mm. Belinda's doing, like, she's just never stops working, ever stops yeah. working. Charlotte's mm-hmm. been, works harder than anyone I know, anyone I know on a um, getting a
2: musical maybe. Musicals and yeah I mean there's just well there's just it's creativity. And Jane never stops either. She's like she has a band another band. We're all really driven still. We're
3: very driven. But it it sounds like inherently creative too that there's well Well, that's what says you want to work.
1: No I don't care about the success anymore because I found that if that's all you care about I mean it's you know it's not rewarding to feel that way and and it doesn't doesn't work. And the money is not the, the money yeah, is not the
4: thing either. I
1: like anything that I can do that's creative makes me happy. And I, I find myself as I'm getting older like trying things I never thought I'd try. Like I've actually been cooking, which is like <laughs> You have no yeah. idea. I had a militant stance against cooking my whole life. Like Philosophically? Yes. Or you didn't feel comfortable. Yes. No, I thought it was like women's work. And it, like if, if I learned to cook, <laughs> someone would make me fucking cook. And I wasn't going to cook, right? So, <laughs> don't no, I just, I moved to Mexico. And the part of Mexico I and mean, the food isn't how, kind of like what we're used to. Oh, that sounds so lame. But anyways, it's a different type of food because it's from Yucatan State. So. And so I cooked. liked the food so much. Long story short, I had to start cooking to eat, you know? Like, kind of I mean, I was with my guy, but I felt guilty. Like, oh, can't make him cook every meal. <laughs> so I just started doing it, and then I started figuring out why people actually like to cook. Yeah, it's another creative <laughs> process. Where, yeah. And then I also started painting this year, which is another thing I was always afraid of. I don't want to do that. I haven't done that.
3: So does the, when you're confronting this new thing that you haven't done before, What's the balance for you of the excitement of trying something new and the anxiety, the fear, the risk factor of trying something new? I don't new. have any Does fear. Does the risk factor go out the window for you? I don't have I've never fear had I have fear. No fear.
1: Oh my God, I have so much fear. Actually, one of my new paintings is called Fear is the Arrow Pointing You in the Direction You Should Be Going. Not that whole thing, but that's the concept I get? of it. That's entirely how I live my life. I always have to do stuff I'm afraid to do. So I have to ask
3: one thing about the past, because I feel like so many women struggle with being visible, being in front of other people. Mm -hmm. Some, it's just as simple as public speaking in a meeting. And early on, and I think rather rapidly, you found yourself standing on an arena stage Mm -hmm. in front of tens of thousands of people. Even in that moment, no fear? Oh, there's
5: nerves Uh, it's like nerves Nerves. that's right (laughs) but you also build up to it it's not like you just start pick up a guitar and go out on the arena stage so so you do it by time but we also we 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 sensed or we figured out pretty quickly like jane is very articulate and was very good at bantering with audiences and could just kind of immediately kind of put that and gina was always so spot on never like she was so solid that and if your drummer is solid the minute that first Song starts. You're there. You just have this foundation under you. So, but it's
4: being on stage with. We had a lot I'm, of I'm nervous till we're all together on that stage, and then you know we start the song, yeah. and then I'm like, "Fuck, we're locked in. We're the Go Go's. Here we are. Fucking
5: watch so, this." And in sobriety, you know? I have to say, because I got to do this. For when we were early, and I had to do it sober, and in sobriety, I don't know how it is for, and that might have been like that for you guys all along, but being really in the moment. Yes. It's yes. huge. Stay like, you know, you're not thinking about, oh, the party after the show, or how is my, what is my, belly big or whatever you're just like so in the moment and just locking in with each other it's really a gift it's It's clearly amazing teamwork that you've
3: had a mutual respect and an understanding of each other's strengths and motivations as you've each evolved as individuals how have you learned how you continue to adjust and make room for the way you each grow as individuals (laughs) huh Wait, what?
1: Space.
3: Living in three different countries. Space, space, space. So space and,
1: we and know time how to give each other space. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't, we never had space, and I think that's why we kind of imploded. We did. That's
2: right. I mean,
1: you say, "Well, were we scared on stage?" Oh. You have to understand, we would be on stage like three hundred days a year. That's I a mean, lot of together. It doesn't yeah. sound very scary, like when you do it that often. And yeah, we were never apart, and that was. But that also, was, we were really young, Jane. You know, so uh, like we all. Feels- but that doesn't matter. I know now. I mean, it took me my whole life, but I know now that in order for me to actually be alive, I have to like be alone, have to be in silence. Like there's things I have to have to nurture. It's all about myself. balance. We did not have the balance. We the no, balance yeah. in a creative way
3: and in yeah. a musical way. Did you each change over time, or the way that you play together? That's something that has built and evolved, but as part of this amazing interrelationship you have, or as artists. How did you navigate it as you grew?
5: Well, there's two uh, parallel uh, things happening. Individually, we're growing and changing and evolving and becoming more mature and all kinds of things as people, and as a as a band, we are too. And part of our change individually, I think, is recognizing, like somebody just said, the strengths of everybody and trusting, you know, trust trusting that what we have and what we the way it fits together is something that works and.
3: I want to shift to something that's also difficult for a lot of women. That it seems like you all figured out, and relatively early on, which was how to be in control of your finances, of the business of oh, the man. Oh no no, 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 that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so Tell me, when and how did you learn to get a grip on that? After Correct we all away. got kind
4: of that ripped group. off, we, we, you know, when when we all started making, when we went, we went from having nothing to making a lot of money. And then getting right. Relatively quick and then and 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 of course you know, you get a lawyer, you get a manager, and they say, Oh, well, you should go with this business management, you should use this lawyer. You know, and we made
2: uh, some mistakes. Yeah,
4: and so you just go with all these people you don't really know, you're just trusting one person and you know, here two three years later, you know, you don't have much money left. They've invested money in things, property that's going belly up in
5: Vegas. Remember that? I mean, we've all learned through the mistakes of people that we've worked with and we've mm-hmm. helped each other, too. I remember I remember somebody stopped having their accountant, and they, like, turned to the rest of us and said, I need help. How do you pay your bills? What do you right. do? Okay. Yeah. And we, wow. we
1: got famous so young. Like, I never, I never learned how to, like, do a checkbook, or I didn't exactly. know how to do anything.
5: That's true. And I grew up, like, with no money in my, in my family, so I had no one to advise me at to, all. To help you be wise right. about yeah.
3: it. Now, how do you make those financial decisions for the band and the leadership decisions? Like, how do you hire your team?
1: Well, our team's been around for a while, and we tend to try to stick with people we know as long as we know that they're honest. But, um, you know, we're just really careful. I'm, I'm, I look into things a bit more than I used to, I find. Like, I'll look online, and I used to just, like, throw out royalty statements and stuff because I didn't get them, but now I I hey, look at them, and I don't know. Now we have each other to
4: rely on, too. It's a
1: different kind of business than most businesses in that... It's very difficult to know what and the fuck is going and keep on. Track, keep track, I mean, yeah. You don't know, you're I'll getting
2: talk, I just, well, I, I took just, over my yeah. own
1: finances, and
2: I you know where every single thing I learned, I forced myself to learn. I'm
4: giving you a fucking call after this.
2: Very, no, I feel like it was something important to me, and, you know, my uh, my, growing up, my dad was very conservative in the way he, uh, you know, what he did with his money and I learned a lot from him and, um, so, you know, I, I don't know, I feel like it was very empowering to take that control. It really is. It really, well, yes.
5: After the band broke up, I remember like about a month later, there was a, that my doorbell rang and there was like 10 like banker boxes full of like my mortgage by this and I was just like, <gasps> and I was freaking out and I, I like took each envelope was, and I'm yes. like. And I would like call and like, okay, this is how this works. And it was, it was crazy. But um, I remember being really jealous. Like some bands, like they, they did things like buy buildings, like in New York city and stuff as a, a serious investment. Yes. And I'm like, i like, I remember being really jealous that we never
2: did that. Well, like, we, I mean, we did talk about that when Gina had her heart wrecked right for her heart surgery. We drove down to Palm Springs, and we were like, why don't we all buy a house together? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> Was that probably. out of the love of one another and making a home? Hell no. yeah. They're they're totally higher than a kite. No, no, no. I was
1: that. Yeah. I don't
3: know. Like, I remember. The big did, thing
1: did. that yeah. happened for me was after I left the band, I immediately got a, a business manager, which is different than personal, and he took care of everything for me for like 35 years. And I'm sure I drove him crazy because I literally moved bought and sold a house every two years, like, for fun. <laughs> um, and luckily, I got, I mean, I'm pretty good at real estate or whatever, so I mostly did well, and that helped uh, keep me afloat. But he finally said, I'm, I'm done with you. <laughs> Can <'Cause> you, <laughs> you imagine <better> <laughs> doing all, the, doing all yeah. those loans and stuff, like, constantly? And I never thought, like, oh what was the big deal? But now I'm, like, so, so embarrassed. So, J- so I had to learn how to do bookkeeping. Whoa, that was a huge learning curve. But Jane, it sounds
3: like in that process, one of the things that you learned to do was to recognize where you needed professional assistance on your team and how to pick somebody that you could keep a 35-year relationship with.
1: Yeah, it was genius having him. But I got to say, I really, um, I love where I'm at now, especially with things like real estate, which are very concrete. And like really, it's very easy to understand I'm very comfortable with those kind of finances and and that, but other things like working with record companies and publishing and all that kind of stuff is very, very difficult. And I really admire Charlotte for how much she knows. I'm constantly Mm -hmm. calling her and saying, like, what's a mechanical royalty again? (laughs) I mean, this is ridiculous that I don't know. Well, it's
2: confusing, but, and, you know, whatever. I I just, (sighs) I don't know, I felt more in control and, you know, I felt if, if, more powerful having my own knowledge of it. I mean, I know the dates of every single. Oh my god, date. that's right. She would no, no, no. That. Every single like financial, like okay, the property tax would do here and here, and then you got them. That's amazing I, okay, that in my forget. mind. This wow, is so she's important. Wanted, yeah, she's wanted, is it she, just, it it's just because you're brilliant because it's important. Well, no, no, yeah, no, I mean no it's no important. Finance. You can't I don't want to pay a fucking, you know, penalty.
5: I'll pay the penalty. I'm like, really yeah. busy. <laughs> so <laughs> no, but it's like if people ask I, I think we all get asked like what would you advise a young man and I think I wouldn't really know what to advise a young band like how to make it or anything, but I would advise every band to pay close attention to their finances and get involved yeah. early yeah.
2: on. Yeah. Get involved. You know, don't it's just also don't leave it up to the business manager. But the in in the music world, there's the business of music. The yes, music it's business. a real thing. And when you're an artist, you don't, you don't want to fucking know about it. Oh, you hate right. it. And but hate you, know? really, you really don't. And it's and but. Yet at the same time, that would be the, you're right, the the finances, I agree with you. So let me ask you a question about that business. Mm -hmm. Because
3: as much as you are artists coming together to make music, you're ambitious, you want to be successful, um, there are always a lot of other people who make their living based on your success. Yes. Who are out there to keep you propelled as a commodity. And they actually make more money than we do. So -hmm. now that you're at a different stage of career, your, your drive is still there, but your, what, how you define success sounds like it's, it's modified a little bit. A lot. How do you strike that balance between recognizing there's a system that's going to propel you and having it not carry you away and take advantage of you?
2: Well, like Jane said, we work with people that we know and trust that, you know, that's just that's one thing.
4: But you never really know.
2: Well, Until, you, never, so, you know,
4: when you know, when something fucking goes wrong and you get, you know, a letter in the mail that's read and it's like, this hasn't been paid or is there... Well, been we invest-
2: we check in with our, you know, our, uh, the person that does our, you know, finances all the time. We know... Hey, Jerry, we, you mean? Jerry, yeah. And it's like, and, you know, I mean, I, I feel like our very small team, mm-hmm. we know what's going on. Financially. And they, there's transparency where, you know, we, I mean... Because we don't, first of all, we're not working that much, so it's pretty easy you No, know, but you Back know what? There's there. always
4: money coming in. That's the thing. There's always money coming in. Yeah, because sure. you're getting, really?
2: I don't know, but I get
3: checks in my mailbox all the time. Whether it's big money or little money. You know, there's... No, it always it's always coveted. So, as part of this, yes. though, you guys are calling the shots now about what gigs you take, what you do, what yeah. projects yeah. you're involved yes.
2: in. In yes.
1: a yes. different way,
3: yes. how did you get to that point where, um, and how would you guide other, especially women, who need to navigate? What do I say yes to, and what do I say no to? Mm. And why? you
2: gotta use your intuit, You gotta use your intuition. Yeah, it just go by what's fun.
3: I mean, uh, and if, also, if it's well, not
2: fun,
0: I, miss, I certainly won't do it.
1: Well, that's where we're at
0: now. And for, that's where we're at sure. now. That's a luxury like, to
1: be able to do that, but we have that luxury. Yeah, that we do. Uh, we, we do, do have that luxury yeah. now. We yeah. earned it, yeah. you yeah. totally yeah. earned it. But there were a lot of times that we would do tours, and we would not be thrilled with where we were oh, going. Yeah. yeah. And the we're money Celeste was there, sure. and, and we needed to make the money, so we, we went and played places we didn't want to be, uh, you know, Cities we didn't want to be casinos, like. Which, that's and kind until of a, we changed
2: that energy and turned it around to just saying, "We're gonna do. We're not doing that shit anymore. We're gonna, you know, we'll only do special things." That's when things came. And we're worth this much. That's when things started coming, flooding in. way uh, yes. more now, easy. right?
1: A lot of women, and I feel like I finally learned the lesson. But there's a lot of power in the word "no." You have yeah. got to learn to say no. You have got to learn to make good choices and not say yes to everything. Because I used to say yes to everything. And it's not smart. Like, think, be criti- how you're critical of thinking.
3: Were you not saying no because you were afraid to say no or you didn't know that you could? Or I, that you should?
1: I, I didn't know. I was raised in a time and a place that... <laughs> I was, you know, girls weren't supposed to say things like no, they weren't supposed to disagree, they weren't supposed to have an opinion, and that fucking stayed with me for a really long time. That stuff gets in deep. It's hard to get it. Even
3: with the sense of self that you had, in a preternatural way, to say, we are talented, we are capable, and we can do this. When did you get to the point that you said, this is what I'm worth?
2: Well... It's interesting Last because year. just no, no, but okay, I'm not going to go into <laughs> details, but I remember when we were talking to our manager and we said that, you know, we, this is how much we want to make per show. This is what we are worth. Yeah. And, you know, there was some, you know, not so like, well, I don't know if that can happen. Yes. Yeah. Guess what? That's what we're making. We're making that amount on this tour, and it's like, I mean, because we're worth it.
3: Let oh, yeah. how old were you when you, I'm
2: you I'm like, to do I'm talking like, this was, oh, well, okay. I mean, as far as knowing our worth. Like the first worth, time
3: that you said, this is our worth.
2: Well. It's, it's not gonna be long, long ago. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Mm-mm. We had to go through a lot to yeah. get to it. Well, there's
5: a, it's, there's, it's complicated, because it's like you pointed out, there's a lot of people involved. So you're out on the road, and this is a crummy day, and we, we don't want to do that, but then you're sitting somewhere for three days paying for all these people in this truck full of all your gear. So it becomes this balancing act like, yeah, well, do we do yeah. this for this much money? So we're not like sitting here just spending yeah. money yeah. senselessly.
3: So some of it's about an economic equation. Yeah, exactly. you just have to be yeah. smart.
5: You just have to be smart. Yeah. Like if you, you don't want to have five days off and have everybody sitting around. You know, and a whole Des Moines, crew
1: in, in you know. hotel room. I'd rather
5: be with my family, you know, sitting around a, a crummy place.
3: Yeah, so it's both the trade-off. Nothing wrong with Des Moines.
5: I mean no, no. But does
3: it make economic sense, and
5: is it worth your time? Yeah. Yeah, time and money, and it's all, time is money.
1: And then there's the other thing that I don't know. I mean, I get this all the time, that because uh, I've done a lot of, like, the sort of talking head things, like, you know, the... Like, VH1 seemed to just, all their programming was all about, like, this is the 80s, this is the 90s, and then they'd have a funny episode, and then have, you know, they'd have people say, talk something, tell a story or whatever. They didn't pay anybody for that shit. And, like, I can't even, I worked on hundreds of things and never got paid. And now I'm so outraged by that, like, people should get paid for what they do. And so now, I mean, I've gotten tougher about that, at least. So as you are seeing the
3: documentary unfold and Mm -hmm. you're at this moment where now millions of people are tuning in with a new understanding of who you are, Mm -hmm. what do you want to see it accomplish? How do you hope it affects people? To realize
4: what our mark is in in this music history, to to, to really fully get a good look at it, you know?
3: Yeah, that you guys create, you are musical mavericks.
4: And yeah. change the game and see how each one of us individually handled it and as a band
0: i think uh, young people too don't realize you know i mean music is so different now that that groups and artists come from tv shows and oh you know like American <laughs> right, and right. And blah 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 which i think has actually done a lot of damage to music and authenticity right and people don't like younger younger kids don't realize well actually you know it used to be that you had to slog it out in the clubs before you even got attention from a record company, you actually got artistic, you know, sort of development and nurturing from a record company, which you don't get these days. And it was about artistry back then.
1: And, and you really and, had to work. Yeah, and you really had oh, to work. Oh, I think for these it. people, these kids, work really hard. Yeah, so I think they, they work hard because they for all hard the wrong things, fr- things. All, for the wrong all reasons, in the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. And
0: things are so sexualized now too. So. You know, and, and that'll never, never change. Yeah. yeah. Except well, now it's like, so
5: I want to say that um, even when we aren't together, even when we're on the outs, even when I'm on the, on the hot seat or with a target on my head or whatever, <laughs> I am always insanely proud of this man. I am so, so proud of us. And I've just got so sick of being overlooked. And I've seen a lot of, women who rock like books never or articles and where, never, where we never. are never. not even mentioned never and it just like my head explodes yeah. and i got so sick of my head exploding and and having it upset hard to pick all the to pieces be overlooked up. and to be dismissed like what we did wasn't relevant and wasn't significant because yeah. it really was she was right
3: it really was the go-go's Charlotte Caffey, Belinda Carlisle, Gina Schock, Kathy Valentine, and Jane Weedlin are icons who showed us all how to be more true to ourselves while changing the world together. If you want to hear more, check out their documentary on Showtime and Amazon Prime. And if you have questions or comments about anything you heard, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us through businessradio at SiriusXM.com and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Laura Arrow and we are at SXM Business. Women at Work in the Wharton School collaborated on this series with Reframe, a partnership with the Sundance Institute and WIF Los Angeles. Credit goes to my fellow producers, Allison Emilio, Patty Hall, Valerie Locascio, our interns Sage Holt and Abby Nelson, and our sound engineer Dion Simpkins, with special thanks to Angela Bostic, Scott Douglas, and Cade Massey for their support. I'm Laura Zarro, and this is Women at Work on Business Radio Sirius XM 132.